0: So my mother said to me, Joy, if you go, I wish those people would chunk you with a rock. New vocabulary for you, chunk. It means to throw. That's what my sweet, saintly, elegant, God-fearing mother told her wonderful daughter, that she wished that someone would chunk me with a rock. Hello, friend, to find out why in the world my loving mother would say something like that to me. You need to listen to this episode. Welcome back. Can you believe it's Friday already? Happy Friday. It's another Friday in February, and I am grateful. And I thank you for coming back to hang out with me as I share lessons, from my mother with a puzzle. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening or watching and thank you for coming back. If you are new, this is life and faith chats. I am your host. My name is Joy. My podcast is based on the Bible, which happens to be the number one best-selling book in the world. It still is and is based on life stories and lessons that we can learn from the Bible as well as life stories and lessons that we learn from people. So we have faith chats and life chats. This is a combination of both. And just in case you are new, I lost my mother recently. It hasn't quite been a month yet and I've dedicated February to her and their lessons learned from my mother And I'm redoing a puzzle that she did. And I'm about to share why she said that she wanted someone to chunk me. New word in your vocabulary, if you're not a Liberian. What I need you to do is to tell a friend to subscribe, to make sure that you thumbs up, because this is a good one. And when you do that, YouTube helps other listeners and other people who are looking for content like this to find my podcast. And I really would appreciate that and definitely leave a comment and share. Let's get started and welcome back. And if you're new, welcome. This is a wonderful group of friends and distant DNA relatives. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Friend, I'm about to get very personal with you and I'm letting you into a conversation that I had with my mother. Well, she initiated it. I really wasn't looking for a conversation. You know how it goes. But I am going to be very careful about my words because the topic is very sensitive. At least I offend anyone or someone of a different belief, I will be careful about my words you're going to have to make wise inferences the lesson is biblical and it's universal because it's a lesson on empathy and i'm going to show you that it's a lesson from the bible and it has to do again there's a tie into this puzzle that you can't see right now but i promise is right here on this table still because it's part of our February. Let's talk about perspectives here. I'm only going to show you the puzzle and you will be listening to me speak. So let's do a voiceover. I got under this table for you. I talked the last time about perspective of being under the table and I didn't go into it. I was setting up this episode and when you look from under you don't see the picture at all. You don't see it. You see the puzzle. It's dark, but you see missing pieces. You see gaps in the puzzle, but you have no idea what the real picture is. And then from a different perspective and a lot of light, you see the puzzle coming into its full picture You see the missing parts and you see parts of the puzzle and they make sense because you can color match it even though we don't have the um, box in front of us. But we see the colors and it's pretty much almost set up where you can follow. It makes more sense looking from above than it does looking from under get the picture. All right. I took I had to take several trips and they had to do with my mother recently. So I was kind of back and forth. And the thing about backstories is you just never, ever know what someone's going to through at any point in their life if they don't let you in, especially if you don't know them. How will you know? So right now you're looking at pictures that I took from the airplane, on my way to my mother. And I had actually been told that she didn't have too much longer to live, and I was returning. I had been with her. And the person next to me didn't know that. When I was boarding or going through the TSA, uh, when they search you or do all those nice, responsible things that they're supposed to do, They don't know that when the stewardesses are smiling and passing out the water and and the lack of snacks, they have no idea what people are going through. And also, we have no idea what they're going through. We don't know what that person checking us at the TSA or doing, taking our suitcases or that stewardess who's smiling. We have no idea about their life. The person I was sitting next to in the seat with our mask on. We didn't know each other. That person didn't know that my mother was dying because that wasn't their story. So you are probably trying to figure out, okay, okay, okay. If she was dying, why did she tell you about chunking somebody or throwing up somebody chunking or throwing you? That happened many, 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 many years ago. And it had to do with me being sanctimonious, holier than thou. thou. And my church was supposed to, in all of their zeal and good intentions, they were encouraging us to take part in a protest. And um, I won't tell you what kind of protest, but we were supposed to be, this is where you infer, we we're supposed to be marching to show people how wrong they were, and I got ready on a Saturday morning. While I began to get ready, my mother had been kind of looking at me funny. She kind of knew about it, and so she finally spoke up and she said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I'm going with my church, and we're doing this, and we're going to be walking, and we made placards and things like this, friend." This was me years ago, innocent, naive and stupid, but may I also say insensitive. Um, so just giving you backstory, Yeah. Telling you the truth. I told you I would be very real with you on this. And so my mother said, why are you all doing that? And I was like, you know, well, what do you mean? And and this is what you're supposed to do. And she said, did God tell you all to do that? She said, show me where in the Bible Jesus did something like that. And so me, in all of my wisdom and in all my years of understanding, I said to my mother, you're just wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. In other words, you are just not as holy as I am because I'm holy. I have to go and prove to those people that they are wrong. And she said, don't go. And this is what she said. She said, you don't know anything about their backstory." She said, when someone is already down and embarrassed and ashamed and going through a hard time, that's not what you do. She said, have any of you figured out how to help them? Have any of you gone to offer, to show them love, to walk with them in their shoes and find out how you can help them? She said, don't go. And I said, I'm going. Because you see, I was holy. And that's why my mother said, She said, okay, go. She said, and I wish one of those people from the other side of the street would chunk you with a rock. She said, maybe that's when you get some sense in your head. But she really meant some feelings in your heart. My mother was one of the most empathetic people that I know. Very practical, very straight with me. And... She didn't hide too much from me. <laughs> In fact, I don't think she hid. Uh, she didn't hide too much from me. She usually told me more than I needed to do. And she usually told me the straight truth regarding me, not other people. Regarding me. I'll share another story, another conversation, same line, where there was some gossip there's always gossip my mother was not a gossiper and she didn't entertain it and she was a lot of people confidant because she wasn't a gossiper she was a listener and a prayer and she knew secrets which she never divulged with me but I had been hearing for years, people questioning a certain, uh, certain thing that she, I knew she knew about it, I knew she knew the details. And um, it wasn't because the person was ne- necessarily a true friend to her, but she was a true friend to them. And so when I got older, I mean much older, this time old, not young, naive, and unwise and stupid, But much older, I happened to ask her because I thought I was matured and, you know, I was old. And I said, so this story I've been kind of hearing all my life. Tell me about it. And she kind of looked at me and she kept on, kept on doing whatever she was doing. And I asked again and I said, yeah, so what actually is the true story? And she went on doing what she was doing. And so I asked the third time and she said, I heard you, I heard you the first time. And I say, yeah, but I'm just wondering. And she turned around and that's when she would use my name. And she said, Joy, how is that your business? Um, I didn't have a comeback. <laughs> She said, She said, it's none of your business. She said, This is the person's story, this is what they said, and that's it. And she walked away. The woman was an incredible human being. Now, did I appreciate that? No, (laughs) not at all. But She came back and she asked me, she said, how does that help your life? (laughs) It didn't. It didn't. Backstory. The nerve of me or anyone else to judge someone when we don't know their backstory. Now, Have I learned this lesson and do I internalize it every day? No, I don't. No, I don't. I tend to struggle in this area. I'm keeping it very real. I shared my stories and now I'm going to share some scriptures with you to share the Lord's perspective on backstories because we have no idea. And that's why he said that we can judge no man. Let me read to you. And this is from John 8, 6. It's a very familiar Bible story. If you grew up familiar with the Bible, you might not be. So let me read it to you. And this is from the Berean Study Bible edition. The woman caught in adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. So what do you see? They said this to test him. They really weren't concerned about that woman. And um, this wasn't what my mother meant by them chunking me. This was because I was being sanctimonious. In order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down and began to write on the ground with his finger. When they continued to question him, he straightened up and said to them, Let him who is without sin among you, be the first to cast a stone at her. And Matthew 7, 1 tells us, Berean Study Bible, do not judge or you will be judged. For with the same judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. That's deep. That's deep. Friends, I exhort you, we don't know the whole picture. We see darkly. Let's be kind to one another. That's what my mother wanted me to be, to be empathetic and to be kind. Remember that this week. And it's not easy, but we don't see the whole picture. And may the Holy Spirit help us and remind us that he does see the whole picture. He has the correct perspective. We're looking from under. We can't see it. We don't know where people fit in this entire puzzle. We can only trust him to figure out where we fit. But it is not our job to be someone else's judge. And I'm going to end with this scripture and wish you an empathetic week with blessings and peace. You come back next Friday. It's another really interesting, good one. And this is something my mother used to do. And um, I'm going to be exhorting you and myself to try it. Thank you for joining me on Life with Faith.